Welcome to On Tangent, where online marketing, entrepreneurship, and life collide. I'm Maida, your online marketing bestie and fellow entrepreneur. It wasn't long ago that I was a corporate slave shackled by golden handcuffs, but now I get to run a flexible, fulfilling business that allows me to make an impact that extends far beyond me. Here, we believe in the power of free-flowing conversations and unfiltered discussions, where every topic is fair game and there are no boundaries and no limits. Join me as we dive into conversations that will equip, entertain, and inspire you throughout your entrepreneurship journey with a dash of humor, lots of curiosity, and a touch of unpredictability. After all, life and marketing is full of surprises. Ready to join me? Grab your coffee or tea and let's get chatting. Hello and welcome back to another episode of On Tangent. Today I'm flying solo without Celine, so this one might be a pretty short episode, but I promise to still deliver the goods. I know we're all juggling a gazillion things, right? Work, family, hobbies, and let's not forget about self-care. It's like a full-on circus in here sometimes, for me at least. I think, however, there's a sweet spot to be found between all of these commitments. So today, I'm sharing some productivity strategies and tips that have helped me tremendously in the past and still help me today, and some that I've tried in the past and really enjoyed and liked, but don't currently use. But before I get into these strategies, I want to preface this episode with this reminder, I guess you could call it. I personally think the way that you view productivity and what it makes or what it means to you makes a huge difference at the end of the day when you're thinking back to see if you had a productive day, week, or month. To me, for example, productivity isn't about working harder and longer just to get things off of my check, um, like my to-do list. It's about working smarter. It's about improving processes and setting up systems so that I can prioritize and actually do what makes the needle move, right? You know, actually perform the actions that need to get done in order to move forward. So to me, it's not just about being busy all day so that I can feel accomplished at the end of the day. What I strive for and what the upcoming strategies are about is getting more impactful tasks completed in less time so that you have the chance to spend more time outside of work and enjoy your family, enjoy your hobbies, enjoy your day. Okay, so first I'll share the top three that are like my go-to trio for making the most out of my day. And then, like I said earlier, I'll also mention a few other strategies that I've tried and that could work really well for you. And remember, you don't have to do all of these things, just try and pick what works best for you. It's all about getting your hands dirty, trying different strategies out, and just seeing which ones you can actually stick with for long term. And the first three that I'm mentioning, that's what has worked for me long term, and that's why I don't use the other strategies today, but I have enjoyed them. And sometimes I'll like work them in, like trickle them in here and there, but it's not something that I, that I stick to every single day. Okay, so tip one is to use a decision or sometimes it's called the priority matrix. And this matrix is divided into four quadrants. So imagine a square box with four different boxes or four different quadrants. And at the top left, you have the first quadrant, which is your do box or again, 
quadrant. And these are the tasks that are both urgent and important. They need to be done now and they will have a significant impact on your goals. And just to kind of backtrack a little bit, what I tend to do is create my list of things that I need to get done. And then I sit there and I plot my tasks into these four different quadrants. And again, the first quadrant I've covered so far is the do quadrant, which is these anything... Um, All the tasks that go in that box for me are both urgent and important, and those are the things that need my attention now. And the next quadrant that I'm going to cover is the bottom left quadrant. And so basically underneath the do quadrant, you have the delegate quadrant. Um, They're not that important, but they are urgent. So they still need attention. So anything in that box can be delegated to someone else, freeing up your time to do more important tasks on your list. Then for the third quadrant we're going to cover is the one that's in the top right and that box is called decide or you can also call it schedule and these are tasks that are not urgent but they are important so they should be scheduled for a later time and typically these are like longer projects that you would want to schedule at some point to get done. But these are tasks that should not be ignored and you know, you should prioritize to schedule these, even though you don't like you don't necessarily have to do them right away. You should definitely schedule them right away so that you don't lose track of them. Then the next quadrant, which is the bottom right, is called the delete quadrant. And these are tasks that are neither urgent nor important. And they should basically be deleted from your to-do list entirely. Literally, like there are a lot of times where I look at my list, I'm like, okay, this is not urgent, nor is it important. Why is it even here? Just eliminate it. Don't think about it any longer than that. Tip two is after I map out my tasks in my priority matrix, I start time blocking. And to be honest, I love time blocking because it helps me to visually see on my calendar what I need to get done. And I know that, you know, only the most important needle moving tasks are what I'm looking at because of the priority matrix exercise that I've just completed. So time blocking is just basically carving out time or carving out chunks of time for specific tasks, whether it's brainstorming, meetings, projects, anything that's essentially in the do and the schedule quadrants, that's what's on my calendar. But remember, what works for me might not necessarily work for everyone else because I know that some find time blocking liberating like myself but others find it way too rigid just give it a try and see and you know see if it works for you because I guess another tip for you is that if you are you know if you start time blocking make sure that you schedule buffer times within your schedule so if something I know something's gonna take me maybe 30 minutes I'm actually probably going to schedule like around 45 minutes just in case something else ran over or for whatever reason, something takes me a little bit longer. And on that note, I want to remind you to be gentle with yourself when, especially when it comes to time blocking. If you don't get something that was scheduled done, it's okay. Just move on to the next thing, move the item or the task to the next day. I think that's another beautiful thing about the calendar is that you can just drag and drop 
things into the next day if you if you have to. And tip number three I've got on deck for you is automation. If you ever wish there were clones of you to handle the mundane stuff, well, automation is the next best thing in my opinion. I do things like scheduling my social media posts and sending emails to my email list that I maybe scheduled like a month ago. And honestly, why not let tech do the heavy lifting, right? It frees up brain space for the good stuff for us. And also you can apply this to your life. So think about, could you get your groceries delivered on a weekly basis? Could you automate your bills or investments or, you know, even savings plans? Anything else that you can think of that can be automated, I say do it. It's it's like one of the things I live by. The more you don't have to be involved, the more time you get back to do the things that bring you joy, the things that move the needle forward in your business and in your life. Okay, so these were my top three strategies. And here are some more that I've tried in the past but don't currently do myself. I'm going to go through these kind of quickly. So here we go. Tip one, I guess overall tip four, but tip one on this new list is the classic to-do list. And I kind of mentioned it earlier too that before I do the priority matrix, I make like a quick and dirty to-do list, but the one I'm referring to here is like the very classic to-do list where you start your day with you know a list of clear tasks that you have to get done and you check them off as the day goes on as you complete the tasks. But if you do the prioritization like a pro, what you can do is tackle the big stuff first and then, you know, work your way down the list. One of the reasons I stopped, you know, operating from a to-do list standpoint is that I felt like if I didn't finish the list at the end of the day, I somehow failed. And I just want to, you know, quickly remind you that that's, that does not mean that you failed. It probably really means that you're, you know, you're taking on too much. You're trying to do too much. So try shortening that list. If you have 10 things on your list, maybe really it should have been like five, especially if something you know is going to take you a long time. That should not be accompanied with six other things to get done. So try a shorter list. Don't be hard on yourself if you don't get them done anyway. And forgive yourself and just try again tomorrow. So tip two is the Pomodoro technique. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but that's how I say it. <laughs> and a lot of people swear by this method, which is why I'm mentioning it today, but I didn't love it for me, but it doesn't mean that it can't work for you. So, and again, maybe I'll try it some other day and maybe I'll change my mind about it. Maybe it'll start working for me for some reason, but today's not that day. So in this technique, you basically set a timer for 25 minutes and then you dive into focused work for those 25 minutes and then you reward yourself with a five minute break and then you rinse and repeat it all. So again, you set another timer for, for uh, another timer for 25 minutes and you focus on working for those 25 minutes and then you set a five minute break. And this technique has shown to help um, prevent burnout. I also know there are some apps out there that will run the time for you so you don't have to, you know, manually schedule the timer every time. I think that was one of the biggest things I hated at first. And then I found the apps and it got a little bit easier. 
but overall um it has it has shown to prevent burnout because of all the breaks that you are allowed to take okay so tip number three the two minute rule that's that's what it's called and basically this rule just says that if it if the task takes less than two minutes do it right then and there seriously it's a game changer for clearing those tiny tasks that tend to pile up and steal your mental space so if you're looking at your to-do list and you know something's gonna take you maybe like a minute maybe it's just scheduling something really fast or like sending out an invite to whatever if it's less than two minutes just do it right then and there it'll clear up your mental space all right last but not least tip number four um and this one is put away your phone and listen to some deep concentration music basically put your phone in your bag or even in the next room if you have to just get it out of reach because it's sure to distract you if you have easy access and it's just sitting on your desk right next to you and maybe it lights up every time someone sends you something a notification or you got an instagram message or whatever it might be and it is a sh- it's a sure sign to distract you and you pick up the phone to look at one thing and all of a sudden 30 minutes later you wasted your time and to take that one step further pair that with some really deep focused music and you're going to be seriously wowed because like I think I have a few different playlists, my go-to playlist on Spotify that put me in this like really focused zone. And once those earbuds are in and that song, those, you know, songs are on and I don't have my phone near me, I am working deep and I can actually like think clearly and way more creatively. So maybe try that out as well. A couple of the playlists that I love on Spotify, one of them is called Brain Food. So if you just search on Spotify Brain Food, you'll get a playlist. And then there's also one called Deep Focus. That's another good one. Um, And then I also listen to like soundtrack movie soundtracks like interstellar is really good lord of the rings is really good so any any movies that you love the soundtracks would be really good too now when it comes to work-life balance it's not about splitting your time perfectly down the middle and separating it all exactly you know perfectly it's about carving out intentional pockets for both work and play so try and create a schedule that you love and move forward and that moves you forward toward your goals. I think this has been especially hard since the pandemic. Obviously, a lot of people are working from home. I work from home. I think a lot of business owners, we work from home. And so separating work from life, it gets really, really hard. And it's honestly very unrealistic. So instead of trying so hard to separate the two, work on something that, you know, where the where the two can mesh in a very healthy way so for example did you if you worked you know the last four hours really hard that you had deep focus then take a break go for a facial or massage go for a gym break go to lunch somewhere new that you haven't been before before you get back to work and that's how you're able to gradually and little by little work life into your work where it doesn't have to be all about work 100 percent of the day So over the next 
few weeks, I want you to try any of these pro uh, productivity tips from this episode and see what works best for you. Then stick to the ones that you see are working for you and notice your mood. Notice how your life is changing, if at all, and um, notice if your work schedule and your work attitude and mindset is also changing with the productivity tips. And I would love to know what changes you're making and how it's going for you. So please, please let me know how it's going. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I have my link in the show notes as always. So just let's connect on it. I want to, I want to know <laughs> basically. All right, my friend, thanks for hanging out with me on this episode. If this episode resonated with you, share it with your friends who are looking for some productivity tips as well to level up their game. Remember, you've got the power to create a life that's both productive and fulfilling. So go out there, show those goals who's boss, and make time for those breaks. I'll see you next time.